Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey guys, it's Joy here. It has been a while since we've done a check-in, but I wanted to shout out an amazing movie called Unthinkably Good Things. The movie premieres this Sunday, August 28th at 9, 8 central on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. We're so excited for this film because this is the first premiere in the new Mahogany movie franchise. If you're unfamiliar with Mahogany, it is rooted in the iconic Hallmark greeting card line. We love their cards, and now they are expanding to movies with powerful storytelling through the unique lens of Black culture. Unthinkably Good Things is filled with travel and is about sisterhood, romance, and following your dreams. Starring Karen Pittman, Erica Ash, Joyful Drake, Lance Gross, and Jeremy Love. Check out the show notes for a link to see a sneak peek of the movie. I'm definitely excited to watch. Let us know what you think about Unthinkably Good Things on Instagram. Don't forget to watch the premiere this Sunday, August 28th at 9-8 Central on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. It's Janelle here, and this week I'm interviewing Shakima Smith, who is also a solo traveler known as the Passport Abuser. And I am so excited to have her on the podcast. I've been seeing a lot of her stories on Instagram, and I can't wait for her to share her story with you all as well. So I would love for her to introduce herself a little bit. Welcome, Shakima. Hi guys. Janelle, thank you so much for having me today. I'm super excited. I am a huge fan of the podcast. So um, thank you. It's an honor to be here. Hey, everyone. My name is Keem. My name is Shakima, but everyone calls me Keem. And I am known in these internet streets as the passport abuser. I got that name from my mom because she complained that I was never, ever home. And I am a Forbes featured female solo traveler of 58 countries. I have been featured in USA Today, Essence Magazine, Newsweek, Business Insider, Forbes, pretty much every major U.S publication. And I teach an online course called Travel Like a Boss that teaches men and women all around the world how to ace their first solo trip and master solo travel. Um, So yeah, you guys could check me out on Instagram at The Passport Abuser. Nice. So what really inspired your interest in travel? Like what background, like how did your education or work background tie into it? Girl grab a glass of wine. So um, (laughs) I never, um, I liked, I always liked travel and I would always travel with my girlfriends. And um, I was engaged to this guy. We were going to get married and uh, literally 
13 days before the wedding, a girl DM me on Instagram telling me that she had a kid by him that I knew nothing about. And so I deactivated my Instagram, was depressed, called off the wedding. Now, remember, the wedding is starting in less than two weeks. So people already got their flights coming. People already sent their gifts in the mail. Like, it's just, it's too much. So I called off the wedding and uh, me and my friends decided to go to Amsterdam. You know, I was already kind of like in hiding because, you know, I was not getting married and I was embarrassed. So uh, me and my friends decided that we were just going to go to Amsterdam And we ended up going to Amsterdam and one of my girlfriends, I I told her like, Hey, you know, I think that, you know, your boyfriend is using you and you know, I wouldn't be a friend if I didn't tell you, but it's your vagina. You do what you want with it. I'm just telling you that I feel like, you know, he's using you for your money. And, um, the next day, um, I woke up and they both left me in the hotel by myself and went and got another hotel. And so I cried my eyes out. I called my mom um, and I called them and I'm like, where are y'all? Are y'all downstairs having breakfast? And the girl that I told her, like, I feel like her boyfriend was using her. She said, no, we left. We went and got another hotel um, because I don't like what you said about Devon. And I'm like, um, okay. So no money was stolen. Um, nobody, you know, F your man. Nobody slept with nobody's man. Nobody talked about nobody mama. And all because I told you over dinner that I feel like your boyfriend is using you. Now, suddenly that means that you're going to leave me stranded in a whole nother country by myself. And the, the thing was, they didn't even leave me a letter. Like when I woke up, like, hey, we left. We're finding another hotel. We just need some space after what you said at dinner last night. No, it was just like I woke up and had to figure that shit out. So... <clears throat> Of course, I called my mother hysterically crying. I left. And um, when I got back to New Jersey, I was like, you know what? I'm never going to travel with those girls again. I blocked them on Instagram. And I was like, all right, I have no man and no friends, but I still want to travel. How am I going to get out here and do this? Because I don't want these girls to feel like, see, now we're not traveling with her no more. So she can't go anywhere. Like, you know? And so there, and there's no bay in sight. Um, so I was just like, how can I figure out how to do this by myself, basically? So I, I gave myself an experiment like, okay, I'm going to take my first solo trip to Paris. And if it doesn't work out, I'll never solo, solo travel again, but at least I'll try it, you know? So it started out as an experiment because I had no bay to go with and no friends. And I took my first solo trip to Paris and I fell in love with solo travel. I felt so empowered. I was so proud of myself. All my family tried to talk me out of it before I went, but I did it. And country 57 turned into country 58. And like, here we are. But like, you know, all of the articles, um, all of this, uh, the course, all of this stuff happened by accident. I actually got stranded on vacation and that's how this happened. So I really didn't like choose solo travel. Solo travel kind of chose me, you know? Yeah, girl, that story had my jaw dropped to the floor <laughs> the whole time you were telling it. <laughs> but like, I, like the situation that had to happen for this to happen sucks. But I'm happy you found like 
your way and like you've been able to see so much so see so many countries and do so much you know um I haven't I don't know if you've seen like that trending TikTok or Instagram audio where it's like I want to say thank you to my ex because I wouldn't be here uh-huh. if it wasn't uh-huh. for it. <laughs> I wouldn't be living my best life yeah yes. I love that I love it yes that's like literally what I heard as you were telling your story <laughs> yeah but... and shout out to those friends too because well they're not I, you know I never heard from them again I I blocked them on Instagram and girl, if your jaw is not on the floor, let me just tell you this. It was my birthday weekend. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like, so we were supposed to be getting married, uh, January 17th and we broke up like January 4th that the girl DM me. And so then May rolls around. My birthday is May 20th. May rolls around and we are in Amsterdam. It's my birthday. We supposed to be lit. Okay. And, you know, after no wedding and the embarrassment and, you know, all that other stuff, I kind of need, I was looking forward to that vacation. And um, my girlfriend, she had a dude that she had been dealing with and she went to go live with him. And then he came home one night in the middle of the night and was like, you got to get out with your dogs tomorrow. And so he was constantly like, kind of like breaking up with her. So on my birthday weekend, they were already broken up. You know, all of us didn't have a man. So, you know, she said, hey, he just emailed me since I changed my number and said, if you like buy me some rims, you know, or we fly to Egypt, if you fly me to Egypt, then maybe me and you could discuss getting back together. And I said to her, like, girl, you have the vagina. You have the power. Why the hell is he telling you if you fly him to Egypt or if you buy him? Like, what? what? Do you know? who you are and so I, I I think that she wasn't expecting me to be so blunt but all the times that she took him back I was so supportive but when he want to ask for money like this is not a romance scam dog like you're not Nigerian and she's not you know like I was just like <laughs> no no like let me, friends don't let friends do this no like so um you know and again it's not my money it's not my vagina but I was just trying to tell her and I feel like ultimately if we're all friends then nothing that happens between us shouldn't be anything that I look now hold on girl you was not about to talk about my man because we ain't gonna talk about your man last week you know what I mean like it's nothing Mm -hmm. that can't fix if we really friends let me check you real quick like it's nothing that a conversation can't fix if we're really solid you know so for the rest of the night we didn't say anything to each other or anything, but we just got back to the hotel and she was like, oh, I'm gonna stay downstairs for some fresh air. And I said, okay, no problem. You know, cause I knew it was a little awkward at dinner. So I left it at that. I had no idea that, you know, the rest of that stuff was gonna pan out without even like a, any type of notice, a text message, a letter in the living room, nothing, just gone. And that was how I celebrated my birthday. So it was crazy. Like how I literally sat alone in a foreign country crying my eyes out because I felt that I had been left for dead so I was like you know what I I'm not gonna travel with people anymore like I'm not gonna wait for nobody and I felt like I don't want to be vulnerable again like I don't want to travel with another group of friends and one bad conversation leads to them leaving me stranded in a foreign country I don't even want to put myself in that situation so I decided that it was best that I just try it you know so it was just a try you know I was just like I'm just gonna get out here and try and do Paris but girl I was having like the worst four months of my life i you know, the wedding was off. It's my birthday and I'm getting stranded. But all of that turned into something crazy. But it was all by accident, Janelle, all by accident. Get ready for the movie premiere of Unthinkably Good Things airing on Sunday, August 28th at 9, 8 central on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. The movie is filled with travel and it's about sisterhood, romance and following your dreams. 
starring Karen Pittman, Erica Ash, Joyful Drake, Lance Gross, and Jeremy Love. Check out the show notes for a link to see a sneak peek of the movie. I'm definitely excited to watch. Let us know what you think about the movie on Instagram. And don't forget to watch the premiere this Sunday, August 28th at 9 a Central on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Wow, like this is this is a crazy story, but <laughs> like I said, it's a good thing it happened though, because like you never would have gotten to this point. You would have never mm-hmm. been able to inspire so many other solo female travelers yeah. on your page and all that stuff. So sorry, but I'm happy for you <laughs> at the same time. I'm, I'm happy too. Like I'm I'm happy too. Like I had an interview with Newsweek because Travel Like a Boss, my online course made over a million dollars and um with Newsweek and Newsweek said like, wow, like how do you feel about like being left for dead? Like you could have been raped. Like they just left you. And I said, well, now it's like the best thing that ever happened to me on my, like, but I I had no, I had no crystal ball back then when I was crying in a hotel room for somebody to tell me like, hey, don't worry. This weekend is going to help you and have 10,000 other people you'll become a millionaire after all of this like this day is actually a really good day for you but it's like like we know when we're losing but sometimes we don't know when we're winning so mm-hmm. um, easy yeah that's amazing that's so just phenomenal phenomenal <laughs> so let's talk about some recent travel have you been anywhere exciting recently um yeah so I just got back from Bora Bora which was like a bucket list place yeah. and I you know I'm not gonna wait for no man because like what if he don't ever come what if he ain't born yet like I need I mean like I'm now I am engaged so I am in a relationship but when I got in a relationship I said to my now fiance um I said look I am never going to live in the U.S. ever again in my life. So if, you know, don't even bark up this tree if you want to stay living in the U.S. because I'm never moving back to the U.S. And number two, even if I find a man that I really like, I'm always going to solo travel because this was a part of my identity that I found in myself when there was no one else. So therefore, I'm not going to fall in love and forget about who I am and all the things that, you know, I taught myself. I don't want to give that up, you know, just because I fall in love. So I'm still going to solo travel. And he said, that's fine. I'm just happy to know you and I'm happy to be along for the ride and I'm, I'm happy to watch the movie. Like, so I'm just happy to have front row seats to everything that you're doing. You continue to be you. So I was like, okay, this works for me because he's not trying to stifle me and he's not putting a ceiling on what I can do. You know, I often meet mm-hmm. women who say, oh, my boyfriend is like, oh, I shouldn't solo travel. And I'm like, well, why are they putting a ceiling on what you're capable of achieving and those personal accomplishments that only you can do for yourself? And why are you allowing that ceiling to be placed over you? You know, so I I decided to just go to Bora Bora because I said, look, ain't no man going to find me. Even if I get married, like I have to have that own inner peace that no one else can take from me because people come and go, you know? So um, I decided to do Bora Bora before I was married because I ain't waiting on no man. I just got back from Bali. Uh, I'll be going to, Mauritius and Mozambique in three weeks so that's good yeah so I've you know 58 countries down I got like 140 more to go so the the marathon continues that's exciting like you got a lot of places going on um, yeah. I love French Polynesian islands I did an internship in Morea last summer so I got oh, to Morea yeah. yes 
So that's nice. I know you have fun in Bora Bora, just knowing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, like Bali is on the bucket list. I definitely got to check that out and so many more. So you definitely inspiring me a little bit <laughs> right now. Let me look at some plates. But tell us more about your business. You said you have inspired thousands of people to travel solo and boss up. Like, let me hear more about that. Yeah. So Travel Like a Boss is a course that I started again on accident. When I was deciding that I wanted to solo travel and take that experimental trip to Paris, I had this dumb yellow five subject notebook and I had a markers, highlighters for everything that could go wrong, where I was going to go, tracking all my movements because it was my first trip. So I was more scientific and like study-ish about it, if that's not really a word, but I was like much more intentional and and taking notes and you know all this stuff because I thought it was just like this big undertaking and I got out there and I loved it and so I started solo traveling from there from there I caught a flight to London while I was in Paris it was only a 30 minute flight went to London just started solo traveling by myself and so women were reaching out to me and they were like how are you doing this and I'm like oh I can show you on zoom I have notes I have a notebook of my system and then I was teaching women flying to different different states to teach women like girls would reach out to from Miami. And I'd be like, okay, if 10 girls sign up from Miami, I'll fly out to Miami. So I was, people just started finding me on Instagram, doing it by myself. And then I got my first client in London. And I said, you know what, let me put this course online. So that way, even if we are in a seven hour time difference, you can still learn from me. But again, Mm -hmm. I put it online for one girl, one client. I'm not thinking big at this point. Again, I, I'm not, I'm just teaching girls and it's a side hustle. I'm not thinking that far ahead. And I ended up going to the Seychelles, country number 34. And when I got to country 34, a girl reached out to me named Adrian Jordan. And she said, Hey, um, I'm a freelance writer for Forbes. I found you. I like your content. Can we do an interview? We ended up doing an interview. I got Forbes. And from there, travel like a boss took off overnight, (laughs) literally overnight. I got Forbes. And then like two months later, I got USA Today and I got USA Today and Business Insider in the same week. And then about six months later, um, I got Essence Magazine and the Washington Post in the same week. Like so many things started happening after that Forbes interview, but I had just been solo traveling and people were finding me on the gram. So that was pretty much how a travel like a boss came to be. That was the inception of it. Again, I didn't have a course created. I was just doing my stuff and sharing people, my system that I have wrote down in an ugly yellow five subject notebook. So (laughs) all by accident, whole million dollar brand by accident. This is like your life motto. (laughs) Right. It was all an accident. Right. You know, I guess it was just fate. Like, you know, making lemonade out of lemons, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Just the stars showed up this way. But um, yeah, so Travel Like a Boss is now a nine week course that has taught 10,000 men and women from 14 different countries. Janelle, we got girls coming to us that English ain't even a first language. And they're like, I want to learn how to travel like a boss. So um, that way, when women are starting their solo travel journey, they don't have to take notes in every country and of all their mistakes and learn as they go along like I did. They already have the knowledge of someone who's been to 58 countries before they even leave out their house. It's not a trial and error. It's not like they're like, oh shit, I got to country number one and I realized that the U.S. Embassy has a free service for U.S. citizens. They should have known that I was here, that the U.S. Embassy would know all my movement. Like people just don't think about, you know, these are things that we take for granted, you know? So travel like a boss is that course that gets you prepared for that first solo trip. Yeah, that's amazing. And make sure y'all follow her, The Passport Abuser on Instagram and also check out her website, travellikeaboss.com. So you can look up this class, you know, take the class. 
Yeah. And, and it's travel like a boss, but boss is spelled B-A-W-S-E. So travel like a boss, B-A-W-S-E. And I'll link both of her Instagram and website in the show notes so y'all can easily find it and just click on the link. Awesome. And we're getting to that point where it's about time to wrap up, but I have to conclude with my favorite question I ask in every interview. And it's why do you think more Black women should travel? I think that more Black women should travel because you'll find yourself. It's like every country that I went to, because I was in a different surrounding, different environments, different peoples, different perspective, I was always able to learn something different, make peace with myself about something that I, I wanted forgiveness for, or I felt guilty about, or, you know, something that I knew that I needed to let go. I was able to let it go in Paris and then take all the things with me that were great that I learned about myself while I was in Paris and then go with me to London. And whatever I didn't like about me, I left it in Paris. And whatever I liked about me, I took it to I took it with me to London. So I think that more Black women should travel because you will really find who you are on the other side of fear or who you are on the other side of healing or on the other side of more confidence. The exploration journey starts the more you travel. Yes. Like I said before, it's my favorite question. I ask it in every interview and I always agree with what everyone says. Like, I want to see more Black women when I go out traveling and just do it for yourself. That that feeling is just like irreplaceable. So definitely right. <laughs> take advantage. But thank you again, Kim, for doing this interview. Like, oh my I really God. loved hearing your story. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. Like, I'm so excited. Thank you so much.